When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique alvarez Clary. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? What do you mean? Did, um, did Caesar live here? Um, no. I don't think so. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back into the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Rico hanging out with you guys per usual, 402-464-5685. I saw this interesting uh, statistic, and this has nothing to do with the Big Ten like we talked about, um, but interesting statistic between Brian Kelly and Notre Dame football, where it's Brian Kelly went to LSU to win because it's easier to win at LSU. Yes. He is four four and four in his last eight games. Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame in his last what would they be eleven games, mm-hmm. or excuse me, thirteen games. He is eleven and two. Garbage. Brian Kelly also went to LSU because it's easier to recruit it to is. LSU. The twenty twenty four composite rankings for the LSU Tigers up until this point they rank they have the twelfth best recruiting class in the country. Okay. Marcus Freeman and the Notre Dame Irish have the sixth best recruiting class in the entire country. Now, now, Nick, yeah. you cannot tell me that it's not easier to recruit to LSU than it is to Notre Dame. It is. It is. It is easier. That is true. But you're figuring it out. Now, if you switch the places, I think it'd be easier for Marcus Freeman to recruit in LSU. Than and that, that's Brian a Kelly. really, I mean, that'd be a cool experiment or conversation to have in certain situations like, like the Lincoln Riley, Brent Venables situation at USC, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I guess you could even throw like, I guess I can't, you can't, but you also can't have like that good of a program similar to like an Alabama because nobody's going to do it better than Nick Saban. No. And because like, I wanted to have like the conversation of like Lane Kiffin. Mm-hmm. There at, are certain coaches that just like, and maybe it's just because they've been there long enough or just, mm-hmm. but like there are coaches where when you see them in their team's gear, you just think about, where that team is situated, there are certain coaches you look at them and you just go, yeah, you fit that well, region of the country. And you fit that team. Like Lincoln Riley at USC yes. fits perfectly. Brett at Venables USC. at USC would not have fit. No, no, no. And, and there was never a conversation about that, obviously. But like, so for example, what makes Notre Dame's situation even more interesting is, so their highest rated commit is a six foot three, 195 pound quarterback. Uh, CJ Carr mm-hmm. is his name. From uh, Any relation? Not sure. Celine, Michigan, and Definitely he's the not. 36th best player in the country, the number four quarterback in the country. Mm-hmm. 
committed to Notre Dame when they had Tommy Reese as their offensive coordinator. Tommy Reese is now at Alabama. C.J. Card does hold an Alabama offer, but we haven't seen Notre Dame's offense or Notre Dame's recruiting take a step back when they moved on from Tommy or when Tommy Reese left. Hmm. And it's interesting because you think back to when Brian Kelly left and Brian Kelly wanted Tommy Reese at LSU with him. Mm -hmm. It's funny because Tommy Reese was like, I'm staying at Notre Dame. I like Marcus Freeman, and this is my alma mater. I'm staying here. But then when Nick Saban came calling... It was, well, I mean, all right, it's Nick Saban. <laughs> I might as well. It's you can't, Alabama. You can't turn down and, Nick now, Saban. and now Alabama's offense was struggling throughout mm-hmm. the first couple of weeks. They bench Jalen Milrow. They bring in Tyler Buchner, and then they bench him for the third-string quarterback, and then Jalen Milrow gets it back. They lose to Texas. They might lose this weekend, Alabama, uh, because they have a uh, they have a game where it's like the first time if they end up losing this week, It'd be the first time under Nick Saban that they've had they had two losses this early in the season. This early in the season, they ain't gonna um, this week. Who do they play? Hold on, we got it. We got to find. Yeah, this. you got to find. Gotta I, find. There's, there's no, no. See, Alabama won't lose. That's just. Well, you better be careful. Impossible. They play. Do you want to know who are they? Who play? Do they play? They ain't gonna lose. At uh huh, Texas A and M. Ah, they ain't gonna lose. They don't have. They don't have money, Manziel. That's the uh, that's the two thirty game on CBS. Both teams four and one. Guess the spread. Alabama's favorite. I'll tell you that. Alabama's favorite. Four and a half. Two and a half. Oh. That might be on the pick this week. That might be on the weekend picks. I take Alabama. See, and, and right off the bat, you're saying, yeah, I'm taking Alabama. I'll take Alabama. But I'm not sure. I've seen Texas a and No, I know. Well, they, they I know they're, they're very they, good this year. They, well, they did lose their quarterback. <laughs> they did lose their quarterback as well. <laughs> I'm not sure this guy. Welcome to downtown. <laughs> this guy has stopped his his chair right in front of our window. He's, I think he's looking. At he you. is looking at us now. <laughs> don't, don't look. <laughs> here, he's scared. Here, no, no, he's starting to roll. All right, well, go away. So, um, once again, four zero two four six four five six eight five. That was that was really funny, Rico, because that happened to the wrong people. One hundred percent. That was really tough. Nobody else I would thought, have done it. I'm not gonna lie. I, I thought we stayed focused pretty well. I thought we did. We mentioned it, but we moved on. I know. All right, keep moving on. Um. Anyway, so see, we got a texter that says hammering the money line on A and M. I'm already planning on it. Nah, Bama. Thunder not Collins. Give me A and M money line. Nah, Bama. Anyway, so that'll be on the. Gorilla Bear tells week. me to super lock it. Depends on the <laughs> other picks. If yeah. I can get two super locks, I will. No, nope, nope. We okay. are not. We are not altering no. the rules for you. We are not alternating the rules Why? for you. I By have the, to make the game. Rigo, you're lucky that you didn't get another loss for the USA or US, USA, USC, USC game. I USC know. game. Whew. That would have been crazy. You're lucky I didn't give you another loss. I appreciate it. Because I think initially we agreed on it. I don't know if we did. But we should go back and check the tapes. Nah, I think it's okay. Uh, once again, 402-464-5685. Let's get you ready for power rankings. I am ready. We don't have music for power rankings. I know. I think there is music. Let me check. You, you you go. You've known that this is uh, this is coming down the road here in the one thirty segment. I and you didn't get it prepared. No, of course I did. Um, because no, we we had to dive into MLB postseason that starts in a little over thirty minutes, and then actually actually twenty nine minutes um, between Tampa Bay and the Texas Rangers. Then we talked Husker volleyball as they had two w- victories over the weekend, and now here we are uh, talking a little college football action as Notre Dame and LSU and. Texas A&M, Alabama, Tommy Reese action, uh, but it. it is it is time for Big right. Ten power rankings. I'm gonna do this song. Are you ready for this? It's gonna be a throwback. And three, 
two, one. Wow. That is a throwback. Different meaning, though, this time around. Different meaning. This is the nostalgia part for it. All right, Big Ten Power Rankings. We're going to go through re- relatively quickly. Just give a couple points on why we put them where we did. <sighs> Let's get um, it. I think it's about to get somewhat messy. It's going to be weird. Somewhat messy, especially in the middle of the rankings. Yeah, um, I don't like it at, I, towards I, the end. I also don't know how much people are going to agree or disagree with my top four. I feel like I'm already going to disagree because you're a dummy. So, number one, I have Penn State. As do I. Nice. Because this is, that was, I think, controversial right off the bat because they're not the highest ranked, Mm -hmm. obviously, the Big Ten team. But, once again, this is power rankings. Uh, So, a couple notes on Penn State. Katron Ellen and Nick Singleton in the backfield. They also have Trey Potts, who's Mm -hmm. a transfer from Minnesota. Minnesota probably hoping that they are wishing that they still had Trey Potts because they are struggling to run the ball this year. Um, Minnesota is. Penn State hasn't played that difficult of a schedule this year, but they also have won their games by an average of 33 points this season in 2023. They are 3-0 against Power 5 opponents, and they're outscoring those Power 5 opponents 140-41. to Jeez. West Virginia, Illinois, Iowa, Northwestern. I I wish I would have taken a picture. So up in the press box um, on Saturday during Nebraska's game, when I went to go get... I think it was like food or whatever. Um, They had the TVs on and the Penn State game was on. And some graphic flashed to where it was like they've won their last, I don't I, it was either 12 or I, I think their last 12 games by a, by more than 10 points. That like their, their last 12 wins. They haven't won 12 games in a row, but their last 12 wins have all been by double digit points. They, they haven't needed to win close games. And so that was kind of a crazy one. Number two. I have the Ohio State Buckeyes with a 4-0 record. I have the Michigan Wolverines. Hmm. Interesting. I have Ohio State started out slow, had an interesting first half of their game, first game against the Indiana Hoosiers, figured things out, wide receiver core with Emeka Abuka, Marvin Harrison, Cade uh, Stover for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also had that big win over Notre Dame, which that's why I'm giving them the, the edge there over, over Michigan. Michigan's 5-0. and uh, they have had a weak schedule, but they've taken care of business. No team scored double digits on them. And they actually, surprisingly, um, you know, we were comparing their wide receivers to Ohio State. So yeah. They don't have the skill, but they do have some explosive wide receivers, including Wilson, who has eight touchdown catches already this year. Well, and that's the thing. Like, Roman Wilson's a really good wide receiver. We saw the one, the helmet, against yeah. uh, the Isaac Giffords helmet on Saturday. Now, this is where it's going to get controversial because, oh, you're right. Rico, I have Maryland number three. I also have Maryland number three over Ohio State. Wow. So we flipped two and four. Yep. Because Ohio State, I'm guessing, is four for you. Yep. Michigan's number four for me. Maryland, listen to these. Listen to a couple of these statistics. Uh, Mike Loxley, in his sixth year with the Terps, he's also 2-0 and in his career. They need one more win for uh, for for to get to uh, Loxley's third bowl game in his six years with the Terps. Look at that. How about this? The Terps... Uh, quarterback Talia Tungaviola passed for over 1,400 yards already this year. They're averaging over five yards per carry on the ground here in 2023. They have the 38th best total defense in the country, and they are third. They have forced the third most turnovers in the country. They have forced 12 turnovers here in 2023. Yeah, all I, I didn't have all the stats. I just put they are the best offense in the Big Ten. And they've only allowed 20 to Charlotte, 14 to Virginia, and 17 to Indiana. 
Yeah, while scoring I, over thirty-five every game. Yeah, and that's I mean, yeah, it's they're, ridiculous. They're, they're playing well. Um, Maryland is, and and we'll find out obviously towards once they play more Big Ten East opponents. You know how for real the Terps are. Uh, number four, that's when I have Michigan, just because of their cupcake schedule. Right, the forty-five mm-hmm. to seven win over Nebraska. It showed a lot about I think Michigan because they came out with a point to prove, mm-hmm. and I think also an angle to this that maybe not a lot of people are talking about is that the team. They somewhat, after starting their first four games at home, I think there's an element to where it's, hey, we kind of want to go on the road. We yeah. want we want to get out of our own stadium. We want to we want to have this challenge of of, an, of a tougher environment. Well, it was for about the first seven minutes of the game, and then it, it was the cakewalk for yeah. Nebraska. You build that camaraderie on the road and the hotels and hanging out with each other outside of you know the friendly confines of of Ann Arbor and outside of your homes. I don't know if they stay in hotels before their game or what or what mm-hmm. they do, but just getting on the road and, and getting to know your teammates a little bit more. So I think, yes, yeah, so that's why I have Michigan number four. You have Ohio State, though. Ohio State number four. I just, you know, Kyle McCord has looked okay. He's looked pretty solid. Yep. Um, but can he continue to lead this team? He looked good in the clutch against Notre Dame. But can he do that game in and game out for Ohio yeah. State? Um, they have a much better defense than they did last year already. So We'll go a little quicker through some of these middle teams. You're uh, not going to like my number five. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers stay clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money at Menards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Number five, I have Iowa. Rutgers. Hello. Okay, so I have Iowa. Now, you want you want a sickos stat here, Rico? Hit me. With the Iowa Hawkeyes, I mean, shocker, right? We know that we know the situation with their offense. Cade McNamara, by the way, we mentioned yesterday, and we broke the news on this show, that uh, he was out for probably the remainder of the year. He, according to sources, returning to the Hawkeyes next season. For another year at quarterback, yeah. Cade McNamara. Well, if you listen to him talking to a Michigan State player, there's some audio coming out mm-hmm. where he says, I messed up my knee. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he'll he'll probably return to the Hawkeyes. Now, some of these statistics for Iowa, they're laughable, and it fits perfectly with the Iowa Hawkeyes because they're disgusting because they win games somehow. Uh, horrible offense. They're second to last in the country in total offense. They have a bottom 30 rushing attack in the country as well. Rico, if I had to tell you, Iowa ranks number, or excuse me, in the top ten mm-hmm. in one category throughout offense, defense, and special teams. Mm-hmm. What do you think that one category is? They rank sixth in this category. Forced turnovers, turnovers forced. No, they rank sixth in net punting. Of course they do. That's the only category that Iowa ranks in the top ten in in net punting. They average forty-eight yards per punt. And guess how many times they punt the ball per game? 6.2. I was going to say 7. 
They punt the ball at least on average six times a game, and here they are with a four and one record. Look at them. And they beat Michigan State. Beating the odds. Go ahead, Rutgers. Iowa Rutgers, a four and one ball club. Rutgers, four and one. Exactly. A quiet four and one. They Everybody are. just knows that they got blown out by Penn State yep. or Michigan. Yeah, Michigan. Um, but it was seven to fourteen at That's halftime. Right. Uh Rutgers has scored more points um than every other at than every Big Ten West team. Yep. And has allowed less points than every Big Ten West team. <laughs> I cannot put a Big Ten West team over Rutgers right now. I can't do it. Here's what's crazy. Through the first five schools, yours are all Big Ten East. Yep. And mine, my top four are Big Ten East. The Big Ten West sucks. When we get down lower, I mean, we're about to find out the Big Ten West, how uh, bad they really are. Number six, I have Wisconsin. I have Wisconsin at six as well. Okay. Three and one overall. They had the they had the uh, the one loss to, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on it. I can't. I, I it was keep, uh, Washington State. Thank you. One loss to Washington State. Washington State seems like a pretty decent ball club. Yeah, it's a pretty good squad. Um, they yeah. lost Ches Malusi for the year. Braylon Allen's still in that's the That's going to hurt a little bit more. This offense actually likes to run more than we thought they were going to. Yeah. Um, so that's a surprise. Okay, number seven. I have the Rutgers Scarlet Knights for all the men- the reasons you mentioned. I have Iowa. Okay. I had to drop them down because no more McCarthy might put them in a tailspin. No more McNamara. Or McNamara might uh, put them in a, a tailspin. But also, he wasn't very good this year. Yeah. So we'll see exactly what Iowa um, has to do. All right, number eight. This is where it gets real ugly and features a lot of Big Ten West teams. Oh, let's see. Minnesota. Purdue. Okay. I can see that. I have Minnesota three three and two. They they did lose to Northwestern, which mm-hmm. made sure, certainly hurts them. However, the loss to North Carolina on the road is not one that you can you can really you know hang you know be disappointed about. North Carolina, a top twenty five ball club. Uh, Purdue, I don't know what they are. I don't know who they are. Yep. They're a very strange team. They get blown out by Wisconsin and then they blow out Illinois. Illinois might not be that good this year, but still yeah. Purdue two wins in uh, in in their coach's first year there. A lot of these ones uh, between like nine and. 13 don't necessarily need a whole lot of uh, explanation. No, not really. Number nine, I have Purdue. Northwestern. Whoa. Yeah. Just just a two and three. You have a two, two and three. three. Two okay. and three. Well, Northwestern they're all two team. and three. They're, they're better than everybody thought they were going to be already. They beat yeah. Minnesota in overtime. I yeah. can't put Minnesota over them because they beat Minnesota. Okay. Which then leads to Minnesota's going to be over Nebraska because Minnesota beat Nebraska. Interesting. Okay. So, but yeah, Northwestern at, sitting at nine. I Look, they might... Not they're definitely not going to finish at nine, probably. No, but right now they're the ninth best team in the Big Ten, filled with terrible teams. I have Purdue because of what we saw them do on Saturday to Illinois, to yeah. Illinois. Um, and I can't put them above my number ten team, which is Nebraska. My number ten team is Minnesota. Okay, because you can't put them below Nebraska. I cannot put them below Nebraska. I put I put Nebraska simply because I think uh, that they are better than the. Four teams that I'm going to list below me doesn't mean that I think Nebraska beats them though. That's kind of what I was. That's where I, that's, that's my Northwest. That's one of my Northwestern so, things is this isn't an automatic W anymore. So number number eleven is Illinois for me. I have Nebraska at eleven. And the like this this goes into the the thought I'm saying is I don't know or feel confident that Nebraska is going to beat Illinois on Saturday on Friday. And yet, how bad Illinois has looked. Mm-hmm. That's why I got to put them below Nebraska, even though Nebraska's not looked great. Nebraska, Nebraska's defense has looked better than Illinois' off or than Illinois' defense. Yeah, as soon as Nebraska realizes that their defense is going to carry them and actually uses that to their advantage and yeah. has a somewhat average offense, 
I, I can't put them over the likes of a Minnesota or Northwestern or Purdue. All right, a couple more teams before we get to the crossover. Number 12, I have Northwestern. Illinois looks okay. a lot worse than I thought they were going yeah. to. Yep. All right, that's quick. Uh, now, I got a couple things written up on this. I think we're probably going to have the same. Bottom two? Bottom two. More than likely. 13 is Michigan State. Indiana. Timeout. So that's interesting because Michigan State, I have Indiana 14. Yep. Let's start first with Indiana. Okay. Because they're so they're two and three. Yes. They just fired their offense coordinator, Walt Bell, mm-hmm. after scoring 17 points against Maryland over the weekend. Mm-hmm. They are bottom 30 in total offense and scoring offense. Yes. And so they fire Walt Bell, their offense coordinator. I think Tom Allen's on his way out as well. It definitely. So I think Indiana is really bad. Mm-hmm. Really bad. Go ahead with your reasoning for Indiana at 13. Uh, really, the only reason is they only lost by a touchdown to an undefeated Louisville team. They mm-hmm. were able to hang with them, so that shows, I man, it doesn't really show anything, but it makes me believe that they have a little bit more in the tank than they're showing. Okay. Um, unnamed Texters chimes in says, as bad as they are, you're ranking a bunch of teams ahead of Michigan State, and Michigan State completely dominated Iowa. If they clean up their mistakes, they win that game, and it wasn't close. Now, with that, unnamed Texter, you're right. I have Michigan State at 13th because I said they have to fight. They had to fire Mel Tucker mm-hmm. early in the year. But get this: on Saturday, it feels a lot like the Nebraska Michigan State game in 2021, where Nebraska held Kenneth Walker to a very limited amount of yards, and then they, in fact, also uh, didn't allow a first down in the second half. Nebraska didn't, but somehow, some way, Michigan State beats Nebraska in overtime in that game. Yep. Well. Michigan State on Saturday against the Hawkeyes in Kinnick. They outgained Iowa by over 100 yards on Saturday. Mm -hmm. They held the Iowa Hawkeyes to just 2 of 13 on third down attempts. Mm -hmm. And they still lost the game 26-16. Why? Because of a special teams play similar to the reason Nebraska lost in 2021 to Michigan State. That is how Iowa wins games. That's not not an indictment on Michigan State. but, But the thing is, it doesn't really matter because, you know, they... They get forced into those mistakes by Iowa. Like all of these things happen to Michigan State because that's how Iowa wins their games. They're yeah. not going to score a bunch of points on you because their offense is bad. Their defense and their special teams are going to take advantage, and that's why they're going to win the games. Michigan State couldn't overcome it. They exactly. lost. They don't look like a good team. It's sick. I mean, that's that's once again. I want to read these Iowa statistics one more time before we go to break. Iowa. Second to last in the country in total offense, not a surprise. Mm-hmm. Bottom thirty rushing attack in the country, somewhat of a surprise because we're used to their having them having a, a pretty good offensive line or pretty experienced offensive line and yeah. a pretty good running back room. Um, the only category that the Hawkeyes are in the top ten for either uh, either in offense, defense, or special teams. The only category that they're top ten in is net punting in the country where they rank 6th with 48 yards per punt as they punt it 6.2 times per game. Now, Rico, here's the funnier part. I had to look up net punting, the statistics on on Mm cfbstats.com. Now, some of these are really funny to watch um, because, or funny to look at because like Vanderbilt, they'll punt it three or four times a game on average, but they average over 50 yards per punt. That's pretty nice. And so, um, here, here we go. Punt... Let's see it right here. Perfect. Oh, wrong one. Let's see. That's pretty impressive. Punting. That's what I'm looking for. So Vanderbilt, number one in punting. They've 
They average Is that fi- a stat that you'd be happy about. They they average fifty one yards per punt, and they average four punts per game. Iowa, like I said, comes in sixth. They average forty eight yards per punt, six point two times per game. I mean that's a, that's a pretty hefty sample size. Iowa is punting the ball six point two times per game. Mm-hmm. On average, they're giving up three hundred yards in punting. In net punting, they're having 300 yards. Um, just for just for grins and giggles, Nebraska on this list. Why the heck not? I Nebraska on this list, 55th in net punting. They are averaging 43.2 yards per punt. That's not also, bad. Also punting it 4.2 times per game. 43 yards isn't bad. It's not Ooh. 50. How about this? The, the team that ranks last in net punting hit me. They're punting at six times a game. Oh, I thought it'd be a not team that doesn't punt a yeah, lot. Yeah, it does not punt a lot. Nope. They are punting six times a game, which makes it even worse. Okay. The Kent State Golden Flashes. Oh, no. They're punting, on average, they average 33 yards per punt. Oh. 33 yards per punt. You want to talk about not so being So if you, if you not get it at the 25, able, can't move, and you punt it, that's I mean, getting that, to the... On the plus side of the field. Oh. Buddy, I mean, you're probably. I mean, maybe the 45. That's average. One, one, one first down. Yeah, one first down, and you're you're on the plus side of field. Yeesh. And, and that's what unnamed texter says. The East is so much better than the West. I, unfortunately, yeah, that's where we're at. And, and and looking ahead to when USC, UCLA, Oregon, Washington all join, then the West will be better. Because <laughs> yeah, it will not be existent. That's what that's what we're saying. But all right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll uh, get you ready for on the block with Strick and Austin coming up next. Download our app by searching ninety three point seven a ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on ninety three seven the ticket and the ticketfm.com. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers stay clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money at when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.